he was still God. And he could still be found. He could still be called upon. Can I tell you that God's power is not predicated upon a place that you and I are in or a problem that you and I are going through or a circumstances of life that we might find ourselves in at the moment. God's power, God's presence is not predicated upon that. God is able to move right where we are anytime we need Him. It doesn't matter if you're here tonight and you're fighting sickness in your body. God is not aloof to you. He's not scared of that. He is able to move in that situation right where you are. You may be going through the deepest, darkest trouble and trial of your life, but God is able even in that place. That place does not limit His power. That place does not limit His ability. God is able to work there in that circumstance of your life. Amen. In that predicament that you might be in or that problem that you might be facing, no matter what it is, God is not limited by those problems. Aren't you thankful that things that seem insurmountable to us are nothing to God? things that seem impossible to us they're not impossibilities to God for my Bible says nothing is impossible with God amen there's a lot of things that's impossible with me there's a lot of things that's impossible with you there's even a lot of things that's impossible with us together working together amen but there is nothing that is impossible with God God. The only way for us to overcome is to get God in the equation many times. The only way for us to overcome the problem and the situation is to get it out of our hands and to get it in God's hands and say, God, I'm trying to, amen, in my flesh to work it out, but I'm going to start putting my faith in you. I'm going to start believing you. I'm going to start trusting you that you're going to move in this situation. Praise God. And the Word of God proves time and time again that a place or a problem does not limit the power of God. Joseph was in a dungeon, but God was there. Daniel was in a den of lions, but God was there. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was in the fiery furnace, but God was there walking among the fire with them. The Bible says that Moses was in a desert place, but God was there. Israel was in the wilderness, but God was there. Ezekiel was in a valley full of dry bones, but God was there. Jeremiah was in a pit, but God was there. Peter was in prison, but God was there. Paul was on a sinking ship, but God was there. I've come to preach to you tonight, no matter where you find yourself, what you may be facing right now, God is going to be there with you. God is not just a God of the mountaintops like the heathen God, but He's also a God of the valley. In 1 Kings chapter 20, the Syrians said of Israel, we notice that their God, when, when they bring that ark up onto the mountaintops, we cannot defeat them. We cannot come against them. We're going to have to catch them in between. We're going to have to catch them as they're transferring from one mountaintop to another. Can I tell you in your walk with God that it's not always mountaintops? I, I wish it was. I wish we could just stay there. I wish, I wish like Simon Peter, we could build tabernacle there and just stay there and dance there and worship there and have church there all the time that we never did have to go back down into a valley. But the fact of the matter is, living for God is not just mountaintops. It's not just mountaintop experience. It's not just always having your head in the clouds. Amen. It's not always just being on the top of things. But sometimes there's some valleys that you have to walk through and the Syrians said we're going to catch them while they're in the valley while they're journeying through the valley as they're headed to the next mountaintop we're going to ambush them but the Syrians found out something that I'm trying to convince you of tonight they found out when they engaged the people of God when they attacked them in the valley they found out that Israel's God was not just a God of the mountain but he was also a God of the valley and he was able to get them 
victory while they were in the valley. I've come to tell you tonight, uh, you may be in the valley, but God's victory is not limited to the mountaintop. You can have victory right where you're at. You can overcome right where you're at. You can be healed right where you're at. You can be delivered right where you're at. Oh, there's somebody in this place. You might have come into this house feeling like I'm walking through a valley right now. I'm certainly not on the mountaintop. I don't feel as up as I have in the past. I'm not as high as I have been at other times. I've come to preach to you. I've come to offer you faith tonight and tell you that you can get victory even while you're in the valley. Come on, you don't have to be well in body to get victory. Your fate doesn't have to be secure for you to get victory. You don't have to have everything going on just perfect for you to get victory. You just put a little bit of trust in God and start worshiping Him right where you're at and He'll bring victory in your life. Oh, somebody clap your hands in faith and let's worship the Lord together right now. But although God had commanded them not to worship in the high places, we see in this text that Solomon went and worshiped in a high place. But God made a provision for this, an allowance for this, because there was no house built unto the name of the Lord in these days. And this place where Solomon went to worship was where the tabernacle of Moses had at one time been. And so... Before this, it had been in the city of Nob, and under the reign of Saul, it had been in this place. And he commanded, you know the story, Doag to go down there to Nob with the Edomites and to kill all the priests that were of the linen ephod and destroy them all. And this happened at Nob. So consequently, the house of God was moved from Nob to Gibeon. So when Solomon went to this place to worship he was not going against the commandments of God or what God had required he was simply going to the house of God to worship and I find it extremely interesting that prior to this occasion in scripture as I begin to study there is absolutely and I want you to hear this there was absolutely no record in the word of God of Solomon ever worshiping God ever giving any sacrifice unto the Lord or even going to the house of God to worship up until this time. Now there's all kinds of references, of course, in the scripture of David worshiping before the Lord or giving sacrifices unto God. There is insurmountable evidence that Solomon was raised by a worshiper. He lived around and was influenced in his life by a worshiper. He had watched and had an example of a daddy that knew how to worship God. He had no doubt read the beautiful psalms and songs that his father had written and composed unto the Lord. Yet there's absolutely no evidence at all that Solomon had ever up until this point worshipped the Lord for himself. How many knows that it's not enough to be raised on these pews? It's not enough to be here and see the example of those that do know how to have church and do know how to worship God and do know how, amen, to give praise and thanksgiving unto the Lord, that know how to flow in the presence of God. It's not enough to sit in an apostolic service and to faithfully attend the functions of the church, but somewhere along the way, you can't ride on somebody else's coattail. You can't just live under the presence of someone and the influence of someone that does know how to touch God and kind of piggyback off of that. But somewhere along the way, you for yourself are going to have to have an experience with God. You're going to have to be a worshiper. You're going to learn what it is to get in the presence of God because that's where your strength's going to come from. That's where your help is. I said that's where your help is praise the Lord amen 
My help comes from the Lord, the psalmist said. I gotta get in the presence of God. I'm thankful to be here with you. I'm thankful for your fellowship. I wouldn't want to have church all by myself. But there is times, amen, when I gotta forget about everything else and I gotta make my journey into the presence of Almighty God. Come on, I'm not at church for the social fanfare. I'm not here to dress up and to show off clothes. I'm not here so we can go out and fellowship after church. Matter of fact, that's secondary. That's way on down the priority list. But the most important thing that's going on here tonight is somebody needs to get in the presence of God. Somebody needs to experience His power. There's somebody here that's in need of a miracle. There's someone in this place that can get a renewing. The Holy Ghost could touch some one. Somebody can walk out with victory. You can put the devil under your feet. You can get a healing in your body. Whatever the situation is, it's going to happen in the presence of God. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Somebody needs to make your way right now. Push past your pride. Push past, amen, everything else. And say, God, help me to get in your presence. Oh, would you lift your hands and let's worship God? Oh, yeah. Woo. Come on, it's not enough. It's not enough for you young folks, and young marrieds, and even some middle aged. Amen. To have been, you can be seated for a moment. To have been in this church and watch some of the elders as they knew how to tap in. You know what I'm talking about. They know how to get in the vein of the Spirit. They know how to flow in the Holy Ghost. I hope you haven't forgotten how to do that. Amen. We need to know how to, to go with the Holy Ghost whenever the Holy Ghost is moving. To get in the currents of it. Some of us are kind of like Ezekiel. Amen. We're willing to wade out ankle deep because we can still hold our footing in ankle deep current. We're, we're willing to get out knee deep because we can still hold on to everything as long as we're in knee deep current. Yeah, we can still feel the current. We can still experience a little bit of it. We still got control of ourselves. He said, get out on into lawns deep. He said, I'll, I'll step on out into that because I can still get in control. Amen. But he said, come on out into waters to swim in because when you get in over your head, your feet's no longer connected to, to, to solid ground anymore. You're just flowing wherever the current would take you. I would to God that people would come to church with the attitude, I'm not trying to have it my way. I'm not just wanting what I want out of it. But God, whatever you want, I get in the flow of it. I'll take it and go wherever you want me to go. I'll lose control of this old flesh and let you move in my life. Come on, there's waters to swim in for somebody in this house. If you're willing to yield yourself and release yourself and let God have his way, there's no telling what God could do for you. Solomon, he'd been around worship. He was familiar. He had a good example of worship. He'd watched his daddy dance. He'd watched his daddy sing. He'd watched his daddy worship. He'd watched his daddy leap. He knew by example. He had seen it. He'd heard the stories about it. But had never been a participant himself. Not until this moment. But I read about a revolution that took place in Solomon's life. When Zadok, the high priest, anointed him to be king over Israel, his life would forever be changed. It would never be the same from that point on. The anointing here is symbolic of a spirit baptism that you and I receive when we get the Holy Ghost. And can I just take it a step further and say that the Holy Ghost is not a one-time experience? It's not a deal you get back in 1973 and you just hope that it carries you until Jesus comes, but you can get the Holy Ghost all over again here tonight just like you did the first time. 
I said, you can get the Holy Ghost and be renewed in the Holy Ghost tonight just like you were way back then, 25, 30, 40 years ago. You can get it all over again. I'm going to tell you, if you've only had it six months, you can come down and get it again just like you did six months previous. Amen. There's not, there's not a well that's going to run out. This is not a cup that's going to go empty. Heaven's got a supply of the Holy Ghost for each one of us. We all need to be renewed. We need to open up our hearts. We need to speak in tongues. We need to be, we need to be in the Spirit. We need the Spirit to be in us. We need to flow in the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost to touch us. Come on, I'm preaching here tonight. I said I'm preaching here tonight. What we need in this hour is an old-fashioned move of the Holy Ghost in each one of our hearts. Somebody needs to say like the children of Israel, spring up, oh well, spring up. Renew in me the Holy Ghost, God. Up until this time, Solomon had been content with letting his daddy do it. He had been content with letting somebody else do the worshiping, somebody else do the dancing, somebody else do the shouting, somebody else do the praising, somebody else do the singing. But when Solomon got his own experience, and that's the key, when he got full of the anointing himself, and when you get full of the Holy Ghost yourself, amen, there's going to be something just like the prophet told talked about that didn't even have the Holy Ghost. He said it's like fire that shut up in my bones. If you could sit still with the Holy Ghost on you, you didn't get the real Holy Ghost. If you could be content with coming to church and then I lifting the finger to worship God, you didn't get what I got. Amen. But this brings a passion. This brings an excitement. This brings a thrill. This brings an enthusiasm. somebody why don't you praise the Lord right now and just let him move a little bit here tonight that's the reason why when some folks never worship God I kind of doubt they're experiencing God oh well I, I got this excuse I'm not the emotional type well I understand that to a degree to a degree Amen. But I want you to walk over there and stick your hand in that plug over there. Stick your bobby pin in there. And then tell me you're not emotional. Try to convince me then that you're not emotional. Come on, we'll get a bobby pin. Anybody we can probably find one here on the floor somewhere from somebody getting emotional. And that's the way it ought to be. Come on, I'll supply the bobby pin. You put it in the plug and you sit there and just tell me how good it feels. And you just stay all calm, cool, and collected now. And you don't get excited about nothing. And you just hold it there. And we'll be back Wednesday night, okay? Oh, no. Amen. Well, I got plugged into something when I got the Holy Ghost. Oh, sometimes there's a capacity for a whole lot more if we just get plugged in. The power is there if we can just get plugged in. That's the challenge in our hour. It's not that God is limited. It's not that God's power is diminished. It's not that God has any, any less ability now than He's ever had. It's that people's not plugged in. I said people's not plugged in like they used to be. Man, I, I've known folks to get an appliance and say, you know what? Kind of like that lady bought that computer called in said I can't get this thing to work you guys gave me a dud and he went through a few things said well did you push the power button oh of course I pushed the power button well uh, try this try this method try this finally he said after about an hour or two of talking to her said lady uh, there's a little white cord on the end of that thing did you plug it into the wall she said no I didn't he said I tell you there is something wrong with that he said box it up put it right back in the box in the styrofoam tape it up and send it back because you're way too dumb to operate it hallelujah well that could have happened to a blonde headed man too believe me I'm just telling you unless you get plugged in 
Amen. You're never going to experience the capacity. You're never going to see all the potential. You're never going to. You're never going to have all you can have. You can sit back and say, "Well, God's not doing this for me, and I'm bitter about this, and I pity myself in this situation and this this problem." But can I tell you, unless you really plug into the Holy Ghost, unless you really get involved in the presence of God, you can't blame anybody but yourself. Don't come to church and sit there like a statue and blame anybody else because you're not blessed. If you want something, you're going to have to put something into it. Don't just say, well, if my life was better, then I could be happy. You're never going to be happy. The joy is in the Holy Ghost. you got to get in the presence of the Lord. Praise God. you got to get plugged in. Why don't we lift our hands again and praise Him? You, you show me. You show me somebody that's really got a life-changing experience, and I'll show you somebody that's a worshiper. I'll show you someone that has, has a love for God. Amen. That's why we sing Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. It's amazing. I'm going to tell you, it's not grace unless it's amazing. I said it's not grace unless it's amazing because grace isn't anything less than amazing and powerful and wonderful and indescribable. Woo! Come on, don't just tell me, well, that's, that's so good. You get this experience that I'm talking about. It'll be more than just good to you. It'll be great to you. Come on, you don't have to cheerlead somebody that's got a real experience in God. You, you don't have to say just the right little cliche to get them going. You don't have to sing the right song to get them on their feet. We're not entertainers. God is good. And he is greatly to be praised in this house tonight. He's worthy. All I got to do is get plugged into him. Show me someone that's been delivered from addiction, freed from nicotine, liberated from alcoholism, loosed from spiritual bondage, set free from depression. And I'll show you someone that don't have to be encouraged a whole lot to worship God. You know what? Some folks suffer from amnesia. I wonder somewhere they didn't bump their head. If they hadn't forgotten... Or maybe it's just been so long. Hallelujah. Has it been so long that you've become a professional Pentecostal? You learn how to be polished when you come to church. Oh, yeah. I got it all together. Yeah. I got it all together. I, I'm a, I've learned how to do it. Amen. I can leave. I can come to church, start you, and I can leave twice as start you. I'm coming to church, man, and I, I can do all the right things, and I can never get a hair out of place. And I'll never have to worry about getting a wrinkle in my garment. I don't ever have to worry about, about anything. I mean, I can keep it all together. Ain't no one bobby pin going to fly out of my hair. Ain't nothing, nothing, nothing is going to happen to get out of place because I've learned how to have church the professional way. Well, you didn't get the Holy Ghost doing like that. Come on, pray tell me you got the Holy Ghost and you come down the altar and your little pious prayer and you lifted up your hand and cocked your hand just right and said, God, I want you to bless me tonight and if you'll do it this way and this way for me, then I, I promise you, I'll, no, it didn't happen like that. You said, whatever I have to do, I want the Holy Ghost. Come on, what happened to that attitude? I said, what happened to that kind of spirit? What happened to that kind of desire? What happened to that kind of passion? What happened to that kind of desperation when we come to the house of God? Hey, I'm convinced that the reason why some of us have to endure some of the things we have to endure and go through some of the things we have to go through is because that's the only way that God can get us to turn to Him.
only way he can keep us focused on him. Come on. I don't want problems riding me. I don't want problems pushing me to the prayer room. I want to push my problems. I want to push my troubles ahead. I want to come to church when there's absolutely nothing going on and say, God, you're worthy in the good days as well as the bad. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to worship you. I come to lift you up. Come on, I need a good healthy person to run these aisles tonight. I need a good healthy person to leap for joy tonight. Come on, I don't have to be busted and disgusted to praise God. I don't have to be down and out to get some worship in my voice. I praise you on the good day. My God, I feel the Spirit of the Lord in this place. If you did more for idols than you do for God, shame on you. If you did more on the ball field on a Friday night football game for for a little high school ball team than you'll do here tonight for a God that went to Calvary, shed His blood to set you free, shame on you. If you did more to rock concert than you'll do tonight, amen. I don't feel ashamed at all to worship God. If they'll clap their hands and scream till they lose their voice, I can come to church and dance a little bit on a Sunday night and praise God with all my heart. Woo! Praise the name of the Lord. I think we'll just take a moment and do that right now. Come on. I know this isn't fancy preaching tonight amen but I didn't come to give you a hermeneutical sermon I didn't come to be everything homiletically correct I come to preach my heart I come to flow in the Holy Ghost I come to let God move in this house I come to give you praise that he deserves tonight Well, I done left my sermon and messed it up. You can just stay standing. Woo! My God, I feel it. Ah, is anybody else feeling it tonight? Come on now. Anybody else tapping in? Is anybody else plugging in? Somebody needs to access this power. Somebody needs to get a hold of this. Somebody needs to tap into this tonight. The Bible tells me in that throne room that there's four beings, four seraphims that are in there. Amen. And they're crying, Holy! 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and which is and which is to come holy 24-7 all the time perpetual praise holy 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 Lord God Almighty he which was which is and which is to come and I found something interesting in there it says one cry to another whoo you know, if one gets to worship it, it ought to inspire somebody else to worship God. I said if one breaks out of the norm and starts saying holy, it, it, it causes somebody else to say, you know what, I, I think I agree with that. I think I'm going to worship God too. I think I'm going to break loose and give God some praise also. And so another angel starts crying holy. For you know what, all forums crying holy. And they're calling one to another. 
Now, they all have different advantage points. They all have different perspectives. Yeah, they're in the same throne room, but they're all looking at him by different angles. One's over here on this side, one's over on this side. He said, what does he look like over there? He said, holy! He said, what does he look like over there? He said, holy! Hey, what does he look like over there? He said, he said, holy! What's he look like over here? He said, holy! No matter where you look and what angle you look from, where you're at, what your perspective is, he's holy, he's holy, he's holy, he's Lord, and he's God over everything. Step out here. Come on, help me just a little bit, Brother Terry. He got the drift of what I'm talking about tonight. Hallelujah. Call holy. 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 How about somebody over there? What's he look like over there to you? Come on, what's he look like over there to you? How about it over there? What's he look like to you over there? Well, it looks the same all the way up here. He's holy. He's holy. I feel his presence in this place. His presence is here to heal tonight. He's here to encourage. He's here to renew. He's here to refresh. He's here to revive. He's here to give miracles. He's here to answer prayers. He's here to lift up. Come on. He's here to bless. Come on, don't stop now. Somebody cry, holy. Somebody cry, holy. I want those that need a miracle tonight to cry, holy. Come on, one, two, three. Holy. If you need a healing in your body, I want you to cry holy. Are you ready? Holy! Woo! Woo! Somebody follow the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody let loose and let God have his way. Oh, let the Spirit of the Lord move in this house as it wants to. Brother Philip, the Holy Ghost is all over you. I commission you just to let go and let God have his way. An anointing's coming. A fresh touch of God is here. I feel like the Holy Ghost just spoke to me and said if we just lay some things down and give it to God and worship Him, He'll take care of it. He'll take care of it. No matter if it's financial, it doesn't matter if it's physical, it doesn't matter if it's spiritual, whatever the need is. Jesus, come on, Casey. Yield yourself to God. The Lord's moving right now. Yield yourself to God.
Come on, I'm gonna praise him. I'm gonna put my whole heart into it. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. Magnify, exalt the King of Kings. He is Lord, let all creation see. Praise Him, adore Him, worship His name. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. Come on, the Holy Ghost is here. The Holy Ghost is here. It's time for breakthrough for someone. Come on, the Holy Ghost is good. Yes, come on. He is Lord, let all creation sing. Praise Him, adore Him. Yes, I'm breaking through in the name of the Lord. I'm breaking through in the name of the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I'm going to praise Him. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. Praise Him, holy. Praise Him, worthy. Praise Him for your Praise Him, holy, praise Him, worthy, praise Him for your victory. Oh, I will praise, I will praise the Lord, I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will sing, I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will sing. I will praise the Lord. Magnify, exalt the King of Kings. He is Lord, let all creation sing. Praise Him, adore Him, worship His name.
the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. I reach out to you, God. I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. Come on, let's see it. Reach out to God. Reach out to God. Talk to the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will sing. I will praise the Lord. Magnify, exalt the King of Kings. He is Lord, let all creation sing. Praise Him, adore Him, worship His name. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing, I will praise the Lord, I will praise the Lord, I will praise the Lord, with my whole heart, I will sing, I will praise the Lord, I will praise the Lord, I will praise the Lord, with my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord, praise Him, holy, praise Him, worthy, praise Him for your victory. Praise Him, holy, praise Him, worthy, praise Him for your victory. Praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will sing. 
praise the Lord. Magnify is Lord, the King of Kings. He is Lord, let all creation sing. Praise Him, adore Him, worship His name. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. Praise the Lord, magnify, exalt the King of Peace. He is Lord, let all creation sing. Praise Him, adore Him, worship His name. I will praise the Lord, I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will sing. I will praise the 